0: This is Stuart the wild Man Mabbott, co-host of the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. And we're lining up another classic episode for you today. It's just me today, William's off doing something else. And this classic episode that I've picked today is the second most listened to episode we've ever released. And I think it was released in early 2022. So we're going back a little bit now. It's worth listening to with fresh ears. So enjoy Christmas Day tomorrow, and this episode is called Flexibility in Figures.
1: Before COP26, uh, young Greta, Greta Thunberg, said 1.5 limits to carbon output might not be achieved.
0: Because I actually get bored listening to a lot of these uh, keyboard warriors and other critics, because they come out with the same stuff, no matter what. What, who they're criticising it's the same argument criticising them have not they, yeah. they have a plan B of a criti- cri- criticism?
1: Yeah and I think you probably find that uh, you know, when somebody criticises on a very regular basis that you're going to find they're going to, hypocr- they're going to be hypocritical as well mm.
0: Okay, we're here to stretch your thinking again. We are the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast, and with today we are going to be talking about COP26 again. As I said in the last episode when I said that, have you got any thoughts on that? Was it a complete waste of time, or did it uh, was it a stepping stone to something else? Maybe you've got a view. Listen in, and uh, Felicity from Honduras has a question about COP. I'm Stuart the Wildman, and my job is getting people out into nature to make it part of daily life in the hope that they will want to protect it. And this podcast is one of those ways. Challenge for me uh, is still plate spinning and feeling under the weather, not particularly well, new COVID rules coming in.
1: You know, who knows? Who's the co-host? Yeah, my name is William Manklow. Uh, Stuart's just talking there about um, the, the the new rules coming in. We're recording this on the 20th of January, 2022, just to be Clear about when we're recording it. Yeah, yeah, I'm the co-host of this podcast. My name is William Mankelow. Um, I am a photographer and I do a live show every week. Facebook.com/slash shot at an angle. Come and come and meet me. Come and join me. 7 p.m. and uh, it, ha- have ha- enjoy what I do. <laughs> so we have got a question uh, from Felicity in Honduras, as you say, yep. and again it does refer to COP26, which uh, the previous question from Ivy and Worthing mm. uh, had had put to us, and like Ivy and Worthing.
0: Uh, We didn't debate it, we just have an ordinary conversation like two men uh, sat in a pub getting slightly inebriated talking about a big subject. We're not experts, we're just relatable guys who are willing to stick their neck out and talk about things they know nothing about and see where it takes them.
1: Exactly, but I can just rest assured that we have not been drinking before we recorded this episode. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. I had a a Lapsan Shushong tea. I did indeed. So... Am I going to read the question out, or are you going yeah, to read Yeah, you go and read the question. I'll out. read the question out, you know, because you know I'm I can, always carrying you. I can do reading. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Felicity's question. Thanks for sending it in Felicity from Honduras. I'm from Honduras. Where's Honduras? Um, I actually don't really know specifically where it is. Central America. Central America. Thank you very much. It's so Felicity's question is: Before COP26, uh, young Greta, Greta Thunberg, said 1.5 limits to carbon output might not be achieved but increasing to 2.5 is okay. So that's degrees, I'd imagine mm-hmm. there, degrees Celsius. As we can always do something to improve things and not just give up. I've seen climate crisis deniers have a field day with this seeming moving of the goalposts. Is it wise to be flexible when talking about the tar- the targeted figures?
0: I can understand what Greta's talking about, saying, well, if we don't get to 1.5, then we have to try for something slightly higher and i can also understand that the, the 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 critics will jump on that saying oh well then then you know you're already saying we don't need to do 1.5 i i i think this is forget the target uh, forget the cop 26 forget the environment forget anything just think how you approach targets i think it's wise to have have, uh, have your first case scenario your ideal, but then you have an alternative that you that you know you you, you have Plan B.
1: Yeah, Plan B. Actually, I was talking about this in my in a really, really recent live show last night. I was talking about making a plan and being being able to stick to that plan. And you quite rightly said well, you should always have a Plan B. Yeah, yeah. I think Plan B is often a um, an alternative or a, a uh, you check you you change what your plan is. You know, mm. you don't have you have flexibility within your plan you know when it comes to this sounds like this 1.5 and now it's 2.5 it's almost like a deadline isn't it mm. they say your deadline to do something is a friday but then you realize that actually that's not that's not you can't do it by friday you have to do it by monday you're just, mm. you're just moving the goalposts a little bit but you shouldn't really necessarily be criticizing that i think it's also a little bit of a it's almost like being a little bit lax with it as well you mm. know that you're actually going well actually 2.5 is fine well actually 1.5 is what we really need to aim for mm. It's it's hard, It's easy to criticise because you know whenever when, if you if you don't believe it and your your point of view is definitely you don't believe that we're creating this change in the in the world temperature, then of course anything that will any little chink in the armour will you 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 can latch straight onto. Like what,
0: what's the critics' plan B? Because I actually get bored listening to a lot of these uh, keyboard warriors and other critics because they come out with the same stuff no matter what. What who they're criticizing? It's the same argument criticizing them. Haven't they should yeah. they have a plan B of a criti- crit- criticism?
1: Yeah, and I think you'll probably find that uh, you know when somebody criticizes on a very regular basis that you're going to find they're going to, hypocr- they're going to be hypocritical as well mm. because they're going to say one thing. I had a conversation last year at some point, and um, uh, I made this point, and they said they countered it with this this point here, and then later on we had another conversation. And they countered it with another point, with my point, with another point, which completely went against their original point. Because <laughs> mm. they were always trying to win an argument, and I think that's where we we often can be with these things. They're always if you, if you, yeah, if you're stuck in if you're stuck in your own point of view, you're going to end up feeling mm. like you want to criticize everybody that that doesn't uh doesn't go with that view.
0: I don't really have much more to say on this.
1: No, me either. Me either. No,
0: it's um. We've done a series of relatively short episodes, but, uh, you know, and, and when you make a podcast, many, many people say, what's the ideal length of a podcast? And, and so, some podcasters, you know, they say, well, you need to be about 25 minutes. Others say, well, you need to be consistently an hour or, or like us. Sometimes we do six minutes or sometimes we do an hour. It, it, I, I think it was long enough to actually get your point across and, and not to be dull.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I would liken it to also producing music. You know, sometimes, as some a song, just needs to be two minutes long, mm. and it, that's all it needs to be. But sometimes it needs to be longer. You know, you look at some of the work that Pink Floyd did, mm. for example, um, MGMT, which is one of my favourite out bands. They've done songs that are uh, very short, but also very long, because they're explore- it depends on what they're exploring. As you say, mm. if you're exploring a big thing, a bit, you know, they they actually there was a song the MGMT did which was exploring philosophy and it took them 13-14 minutes to explore it (laughs) Mm. Um, but it's the same with the podcast and also it gives you the listener a a choice as well you know whether you've got a couple of minutes in the day you've got about 15 minutes you know maybe you're on your commute somewhere you can only listen to that or if you want something to just sit down to and listen to on it for a longer time, you just search through our back catalogue over over 250 episodes mm. of the podcast. You'll find something that will fit that that time but mm. that time bubble.
0: And we are talking to another podcaster relatively recently. Who said he thinks that we're we're sustaining good listens because we are so short. But there are a lot of people who want to listen to long episodes. So I I think we we're sustaining and growing because we do a range of different things that cater for a range of different people. Uh, we're we're not stretching things out apart from when we're covering a question from Ivy and Worthing. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I don't think there's a holy grail. It's just, you know, you, you hit a sweet spot. you be next week. You might not be hitting that.
1: Yeah. And and we also want to give quality quantity, a quality rather than quantity. So, Mm. you know, often either one of us will say, well, that's that question discussed now. Mm. There's no more. We'll only just be repeating ourselves and that's Mm. never, it's never good.
0: Somebody asked me the other day also, are we driven by the, uh, the fact that we've set ourselves a schedule of releasing twice a week, which is a Tuesday and a Sunday, or are we driven by something else? But I personally think we're driven by the fact of, well, we, we set that schedule. when we, before, we, before lockdown, before COVID hit, we had guests, and I, I think we were trying to release once a week. And then, during the first lockdown, we said, "Let's go three times a week because we need to be a friend in the ear of our listeners." and then we went to two uh, two sessions a week, and I think the reason we're sticking with that is because we get so many questions from listeners and and it's sort of we'd be ninety if we went back to one day a week before Tommy's we got through that
1: lot. exactly yeah um it certainly puts a bit of pressure on us, but there was a conversation that was had in a group that we are in you know the Mike's Club group that we're yeah. in. You know that we both, Stuart and I, enjoy doing this. You know mm. we enjoy these conversations. We enjoy making fun of each other mm. in the actual podcast itself. You know there's 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 a there's a dynamic between mm. us that's that we worked on for years and years and years. Mm. Uh, it just works, mm. and when yeah, it, it does, and when it stops working for one of us and both of us, that's when we stop doing this podcast.